It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Nobody wins unless everybody wins. This is your time. We're in this game. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Line Change, the NHL betting podcast from the Action Network. My name is Michael Heboff. Joining me, uh, as always, are Nick Martin and Tim Kalinowski. And we're going to preview a nine-game slate on Thursday night. Uh, it starts early, actually. Uh, matinee for us here in the States because the Wings and Senators are playing overseas. We'll get to that game in just a bit. Uh, but we start, as always, with our favorite underdogs. Tim, uh, the floor is yours. I think you have the most interesting underdog of the three of us today. Yeah, boy, oh boy. The New Jersey Devils, the reeling New Jersey Devils. I have them as my dog in the plus 120, 130 range here playing Pittsburgh. Um, Hey, Pittsburgh, they're on a heater. They've won five in a row. The Devils, they've lost four or five. Obviously, this has to do with Heesher and Hughes being out. But I just think that Pittsburgh... I just think that these teams are closer than uh, the line indicates. And you're just getting the devils at an underdog price. I'm just kind of like willing to roll the dice. I, I don't love a lot of the dogs on this board. I'll get to it, but I actually like the over the best in this game. So if I kind of work backwards from liking the over, then I think that the devils can do their fair share and score. And why not that team to maybe win in overtime? So I, I, I feel bad. I have the floor first here and it's kind of just a numbers play and like, Oh boy, here we go. I'll take the devils uh, as a dog with a penguins team. That's really hot. Let's see how this goes. Yeah. I'm with you. I think that the devils are uh, the right side here. They're coming off an ugly loss in Winnipeg in which Lindy Ruff said that their defensive zone coverage was pretty good. And then everybody else said, I don't know about that. Uh, that said, I just think that this team is, they're not playing great without Hughes and Heischer, but that shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. That's their biggest strength as a team that one, two punch. And uh, the defensive numbers are going to tank a little bit when you take your best two way forward out and you take the guy who has the puck on a stick more than anybody out of the lineup. Uh, but I, I just still think the ceiling is, is much higher for, for this devil's team, even without Hughes and he sure than this line indicates uh, they need to get a save somewhere. And I think just a tactical uh, nuance to this one is that you're talking about a penguins team that, that does still struggle to, uh, in transition and, and defending zone entries. And even without Hughes and he sure like the devil should have guys that could at least threaten Pittsburgh. Um, like you said, it's, it's pretty ugly uh, for the underdogs on Thursday night. So we, maybe we're stretching a bit here to find some, some value on the devils, but I think it's Nick, the, the right side regardless in this, in this matchup. I think so. Um, and you can talk about the debt. Like, obviously we've, hammered the case home how crucial those two guys are but you would still have to think and it's kind of funny hearing rough say that i mean maybe they were a little better in the jets game last night but 
Like, I think you'd have to say they haven't played a very good team game without those two guys, right? Like, it's it's a good excuse, but it's like getting to the point where it's a little far. And we early on in the year, they they kind of looked a little chaotic and kind of weren't entirely humming. And it seems like that's kind of carried into this now. And, and now they're not finding ways to win those games. So I, I think you're getting an okay number with the Devils, but I don't love it. Um, and also Malkin is sick yep. and he's day to day. Yeah, missed today's yeah. practice with a. And I don't think Hughes is a hundred percent ruled out. Ruled out. So yeah, like if you took it, if you're getting plus one twenty four and you lucked out on both of those, you could be pretty happy with that number. I think. So. Yeah, and maybe it's contagious. Maybe with Mal- maybe the Malkin <laughs> is contagious. Well, and you'd think like the rest of the Devils, like this should be the floor is as bad as they should be without Hughes and. uh Heisher, which I think is kind of Mike's point, but yeah, I, I think Devils are past. But uh, the underdog just... I I landed on was Chicago. Uh not too thrilled with it. It's plus they're plus one fifty four hosting the Lightning. This is just trying to beat the Lightning again more than anything. Uh it's at home. Connor Bedard's humming. Absolutely makes Chicago a more interesting team as an underdog. Um. I do, I do wonder if like the same logic that we just talked about with the Devils kind of applies to the Lightning here too, which is that we've probably seen the bottom of of where they're at uh, this season, and they could they could at least start to improve a little bit. But I'll, t- I'll test those waters. I, I think this the Chicago team has been pretty good as a as a big underdog. Uh, they've already beat Tampa once this season, so um, yeah, and, and another chance to play Corey Perry uh, as an anytime goal scorer against his former team. Uh, Nick, anything for you here on? Tampa and, and Chicago. Yeah, the one that I kind of had circled that I'm going to be hoping to see if I can get uh plus 130 or better is Kucherov over one and a half points. We'll see where it is. I mean, it's it's a high uh total and he's been cooking, so it might be just not there. But I think this is a good spot to target him bouncing back and playing big minutes and kind of carrying them to a win, as we've seen. And yeah, I, I agree. The lightning, it's just I don't even know like what the floor is though, because it just seems like every regular season Hedman struggles more and more, and they just keep playing in big minutes, and that top pair is getting caved in, and there's kind of more flaws around the lineup. So we'll see. Like maybe they'll kind of get a run going with as he gets back, and now Johansson's kind of struggling more, yep. which everyone expected, but it, the defensive play has been pretty shaky the entire season. So we'll see. Yeah. I don't hate your case here. I I, I kind of just like targeting. I mean, the over was a horrible call in that game the other night, but I still feel like it's a good play on Tampa games right now when like they're just so weak defensively and their stars are going and you're playing the Hawks. Like, are they going to shut down Cooch and Point and the power play? I don't know. So I think that's those are kind of the angles I'm flirting with here. I um no Taylor Hall sounds like um so that's a uh, a big thing in terms of. You have to have the, I feel like you have to have the depth to make Tampa really feel it, especially on the back end. Like, you know, the Chicago is obviously not a very deep team, but um, I worry about Tampa because without Vasilevsky and, and when I said like two weeks ago, Hey, they've been, they've been surprisingly good without Vasilevsky, but they tend, they've kind of just no showed in a lot of games this year. And I, that's really surprising to me. Like you can point to the defense and Oh yeah. Like looks different when you don't have, you know, McDonough and Hedman and, you know, that deadly, that deadly group on defense, but it's, I just don't like their vibe in terms of how they've been kind of laying eggs. Like 
It's not, it's not like they've been outscored and you can say, okay, yeah, uh, here's the, it's the goaltending and the defense, right? Am I am I wrong? No, I don't think so. Um, it's actually mm. an interesting point. I wonder if that's a, a strategy to explore with, with the, the Lightning. It's like if, if you are going to take them on, you might as well back them to lose it a blowout um, <laughs> because it, do, it does seem to be a rain it pours and they're they're so conditioned to uh to like save and conserve energy over an 82 game season and to like coast so if they go down like four nothing in a game they're probably like yeah all right like gotta just keep the legs fresh uh for the marathon so it is uh something interesting to keep in mind uh for this one nick your underdog here uh another one where i think you know, it's it's a little a, yeah it's a little it's yeah. on the it's on the it's fate coyotes it's a Barely yeah. an underdog. Ooh, baby. Yotes on the road. So I was almost expecting more heat from you guys, but I think you know that this slate <laughs> is a little, I don't know. There wasn't very many appealing ones. So I just think that this is the right spot to end to bet the Blue Jackets to end the slump. Like they've kind of started trending in the right direction. I think these are comparable teams right now, which... I know that's selling our Yotes short, but they really haven't been that convincing lately, right? Like they got, I, I mean, they found a way to get the point out of Dallas, which is awesome. We'll take it. It's one banked, but it doesn't feel like they've been earning this. It feels like their even strength play is coming down to earth. And Columbus is, is they're kind of sneaky deep. Like I kind of like in terms of they have so many of those, they don't have many stars, but they have a lot of matchups. I think they can win versus Arizona. So just look at them. They have 12 of the same guy. That's what you <laughs> that, It's so true. And you look at their lineups and it's every night, like one guy's fourth line, one guy's third line. Like it's just completely shuffled and they're trying to find something that works. But I almost think versus Arizona, that gives them a better chance to have that working and hanging in in those minutes. If they can uh, keep the, their, if they can keep their, uh, the Coyotes penalty power play in check, that would go a long way. So, and I just kind of like the spot. It's kind of a feel thing that it just seems like the one where they're going to get out of the slump. I don't think they're just going to be, you know, a joke the rest of the year. So I like it. Um, it's a little lame. It might probably pick them most places tomorrow, but I think it has to be done. Yeah. And it's, it's the, uh, the old kind of what narrative do you want to uh, weave out of a, a couple games from the blue jackets where they, played pretty well against much better opposition, uh, but then blew it. Like they, they gave up a very, very late equalizer to the Rangers and then lost in a shootout. And they were trading back and forth with the Penguins, leads back and forth with the Penguins the other night. Uh, and then just Sidney Crosby's hat trick ended up being the difference there. Uh, so do you give the Blue Jackets credit for putting up decent fights against those kind of teams, a red hot Penguins team and a, and a Rangers team that is looking like a president's trophy contender or do you say um, it just shows the flaws that they couldn't beat those teams uh, and, and hold on to the lead i yeah. i tend to always lean towards the uh the former yeah and like i feel like it's one of those things in the nhl you always see this where teams kind of like press and press and they have two good performances and then they bring the same game and then they get rewarded like it feels like they're they're that team right now that's kind of trending towards finally getting this victory and that their game has picked up a hair in the rangers and penguins contest so I like the spot, and I think it's time to bet the Blue Jackets. Even against it's time. Coyotes. It's time to bet the Blue Jackets, baby. <laughs> Says who? <laughs> Their last pod saying they were the team, the only Eastern team yeah. that I has. Well, that's no how you know. That's when you know yeah. when you when you tell say a team's dead. That's when you know it's time to bet them. Well, yeah, East versus West too. That is, I haven't looked this year. It feels more even, but the last few years, it is a factor that the West is just 
so much weaker when you get into these types of matchups where it's like, okay, maybe you ship Columbus into the bottom of the central division and they look a little more respectable. It's, it's not a matter of, it's not a lack of effort for Columbus. And I think that's like, what is the, I think leave off, like why I lean towards what you said. And like, I think it's encouraging. I think this season we remember we, there's been a lot of times we have the sharks for sure, but like, Oh, the league, the bottom of the league is so bad. And the top of the league is so good. I don't think that's this season. I think the bottom of the league is, has a lot of parody and they're like, not that bad. Yeah. So I think that, you know, the Yotes are kind of all the Yotes, the blue jackets, uh, St. Louis, like they're all kind of like in this group to me of like, yeah, they they're just kind of going to beat up on each other. It's a huge group. That's like that. Like there's only, we talked about the other day, there's only three or whatever teams in Nashville, Seattle. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah, definitely. Who's the second worst team in the league? I have no idea. I, yeah, right. You're right. Um, I guess it's Chicago, but like, I guess it's, I don't know, but they've they've been really, I guess. Yeah. It's uh, the Islanders. I mean, it might be Columbus. <laughs> could be Columbus. Could be the Islanders. Um, all the teams were better. Could be on. the Habs. Like it's weird. Um, all right, onto the the big board now. Like I said, we'll 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 save the wings and sends till the end of the show uh, as a part of the best bet segment. So we'll start with Vegas in Montreal. Uh, Vegas minus two eighteen visiting Center Bell. Habs plus one eighty at home. Uh, a total of six. The uh, this looks this looks very uninteresting to me. I think as a, just a betting matchup. Uh, the we've talked a lot about the Habs' defensive struggles. We've talked about how the Knights are doing a good job winning games that are fifty fifty or even sixty forty in their favor and, and getting out. They they are coming off a Lost loss the other night. Yeah, they coming That's off a loss. Goes. You don't get to win every one like that. Yeah, Charlie Lindgren was great in goal for the the Caps, and uh, they they end up on the wrong side of a three zero scoreline uh nick any thoughts here vegas and in, in montreal well i mean montreal you could maybe say is starting to look a little more respectable they played vegas really competitively in vegas um three weeks ago or whatever that was so i i don't know i don't think i want to lay it with vegas here it feels like montreal or as bad as i like to say they've been they do they're getting strong goaltending they're finding a way to hang around and they're actually picking up their level a little bit here i think too like that flames game they played pretty well and I never liked that spot for them. I think Calgary's coming around. So I don't know. I feel like they've shown enough recently that I don't just want to fade them as a big underdog here. They've done such a good job hanging around in um, in games. And uh, goaltending's good. Goaltending's great. Goes a long way. And yeah, it I, I just looks pretty fair. Uh, Tim, anything here? Yeah, I mean, Vegas all of a sudden um, has lost three of five. So... And Montreal's lost two in a row, but they're going to lose two in a row an awful lot this year. I would have no problem with someone who wanted to take Vegas on the puck line or three way because I just they're they're going to. Um, I think I think they uh, the loss at Washington got their attention a little bit. I think we can expect it to kind of get their attention a little bit. And can Montreal hang on for dear life? Look, the goaltending's been good, but. It's gonna be no play for me, but if someone had that take, I would I wouldn't be push pushing back against them. Uh Islanders and Kraken. Both teams are gonna be on the second night of a back to back and traveling. Seattle coming from Edmonton, Islanders coming from Vancouver. We're recording this on Wednesday before those games. 
Um, but we do know that we'll see uh, Simeon Barlamov in goal for, for this one for the Islanders. Um, I think Grubauer for the Kraken. Um, distinct goaltending advantage for the Islanders. I think we've we talked a lot about them uh, before the Canucks game that they're playing fine for t- better than you'd expect out of a team that's riding this losing streak. I think they're like 58, 59% of turns of the expected goals at five on five over their last four games, all losses. And um, they have a minus six goal differential in that span at five on five. So you'd expect some bounce back, but uh, I think these teams are similarly constructed deep with like out major weaknesses, like in, in any line or whatever and uh, defensive pair, but um, they don't have the, you know, the, the, the players that can just grab a team like, Nick was talking about with Kucherov before. Uh, not a bad overtime bet. I don't think even with Seattle's defensive uh, issues, but um, that'd be the only way I'd lean here, Nick, is a play on this one to go past regulation. Yeah, I like I like your thoughts there. I think they're pretty comparable teams. That's being pretty fairly reflected in the number, I think. And for me, I, I didn't really have anything interesting to touch on here. And maybe I'll change my thoughts a little bit on how tonight's games go, but that just, it seems right. Leboff, is it better or worse to for to play the Islanders against Seattle if the Islanders beat Vancouver the night before? Do you think that's better or worse for their case? I think I think they're they look like it. Nick was talking about the Blue Jackets, a team that's like, like playing better and just need that win to break through. I feel like the Islanders are in a similar spot, and I feel like they would be buoyant after a win rather than continue to press. I've seen this team go through plenty of long losing streaks uh, over the past couple seasons. And uh, once they do get that one, it does seem to lead to, uh, to more. So that's just more yeah. fan speak than anything else. Yeah. And I feel like yeah. something like that, like they have a convincing good win. You're going to be happy to bet them again. It's not like you're going to be that worried about a letdown. Are you like they're no. a zillion points out of the playoffs behind six teams? <laughs> like, right. They right like they're gonna. I, I'm not too worried about that. It's not like one of these things where you're trying to handicap the Lightning playing with the Sharks and they're 30 points up, like some of the seasons we've had recently. So I, I feel like it's just one of those things where, more so, just like I, kind of want to see them continue to play well as a team. Yep. Whereas like another yeah. ugly one, I don't know if I could convince myself on this like coming around and and do narrative that I think I'm I'm liking prior to this Vancouver game. They uh neither of these teams score. So the total sitting at six, um, I'm wondering though off back to back, um, both of them playing back to backs here, if that, uh, would help the over possibly. So I, you know, I'm just, I'm just intrigued about what it looks like. And, um, if it's going to be a game that helps me, uh, that is a bit of a lullaby at uh 10 o'clock or is not. Yeah. It's, it's, if you want to have some fun with it, you can usually get like exact score line nil, nil at 70 to one, uh, if, and the 60 minute line or one, nothing either way for 70 to one. Um, the Islanders are no strangers to those kind of games. They've won. They beat the blue jackets two nothing. They beat the coyotes one, nothing already this season. So uh, does, I don't, I wouldn't hate those long shot looks at all. Uh, come to think of it. Uh, blues and sharks. Now this one at the shark tank, St. Louis laying minus minus one eighty. the sharks plus plus one fifty, and a total of six. Honestly, I would be close. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I would much rather play the blues here than the sharks. Uh, Nick, what about you? Yeah, I agree. I think they're, yeah, they've been quite sharp. Like they're 
underlying results are good. They're getting good goaltending. Um, basically, my only knock on them was I was so wrong about how this roster will perform defensively, but that just continues to be a bad take. So I agree. I don't really want to like it's not the greatest number but i still think it's blues or nothing it feels yeah. like they're going and yeah i think you were thinking this the booch navich angle i like that that yep. that top line is starting to hum him and robert thomas are on fire robert thomas is quietly been really tearing it up. so yeah i agree it, it feels and it feels like one of those ones like you, you know they're going in there needing these two points they've got the good vibes they're playing with good structure I, i'm not like worried that they're in a place where they you know, take this one too lightly or anything like that. And maybe they're just kind of still flying a little bit under the radar to be minus 180 here. Like if you compare what some of the teams have been recently. Um, and I think it's fair to kind of upgrade the blues a little bit here. Like I definitely not entirely convinced that we're going to be so right about them. Yeah. If it's, I'm going to put a bunch of caveats on this. If we get um, Bennington and Blackwood, I'll play the under. That's I think that's my plan. If I if we get that, I'll end up playing it. I see a six and a half on the board right now. I don't it's juiced, but I don't want to take it under quite yet. I want to um, make sure we get the goaltending. I think that's fair. Uh yeah, keep uh, this Bennington story is is something else. And I think the blues, as Nick said, they're flying under the radar and on the, the mainstream level, but some something that the, the betters obviously pay attention to because you got to pay attention to every team and um it'll I I'm interested to see when let's say they win this game and, and do all right over the weekend when people start being like, Yeah, this this is something going on here. Because that's usually I, that's usually when it's time to start betting against them. Yeah, I said I thought they sucked uh a week ago and then they have won four or five. So yeah, we all fun. we all thought they were gonna be bad. I mean what when we looked at the wooden spoon market the to finish last place overall before the season, I was like, if if you gotta play a long shot here, I think the blues are the only viable option. Um and a lot of that had to the be Preds yeah. out there too. Yeah, which, that's true. We did throw the Preds, but like the hearing the number be looking yeah. okay if the Sharks didn't exist. Right. Um, <laughs> but a lot of it was based on St. Louis had so much circus potential uh, mm-hmm. from the goalie on out, and they've just not been a circus. It's also crazy the Preds are five and ten. I'm going to throw that out there. It felt like they were really competing there for yeah. a bit. Sunny look. Soros, he's been brutal. Yeah. It's crazy. He's, he's waiting oh, to, to pack his bags for his trade to the devils. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Panthers and Kings, uh, to wrap up this section. Uh, the Cats are plus 114, continue to do their thing. The Kings looking fine. Uh, they're minus 135 at home and a total six and a half. 
I think uh, when you take away home ice advantage and, and Florida is still dealing with some injuries on the back end. So you, you take away 20 cents from this Kings price and get minus 115 on a neutral um, ice. I think that's maybe a little cheap on Los Angeles, but it's not enough for me to, to play it here. I think that uh, these are two really good teams playing good stuff and uh, both can score. Both are scoring. I'm just going to stay away uh, here, Tim. Yeah. You know, it's, we went through this whole thing. It's a show about bets and every single one we're like, Oh, I don't see it. I don't see it. And sometimes that is the way to play it. That's, that's correct. It's sharp thing to do is to say pass, but I'm not, I'm not built like that. I don't, I don't have that uh, discipline. So I'm going to play the Kings here. Um, They just lost to Philly and Pittsburgh, um, Florida on a big time heater. Good for them. LA, I think you can bank on getting a, a real good effort for them. So from them. So I'm going to take the Kings. Yeah, I, I love this game. I think this is going to be such a fun matchup. Like they're both playing fast paced. Kings are looking really good off the rush. They're creating chances all over. They got three lines looking good. And I love these ones where like, I don't think either of these teams are coming, coming out sitting back or anything like that. They're both kind of coming to this in good form, which I think this is a good shot prop game. Like I'll, Definitely be posting my favorite ones. The one I'm starting to get interested in, he completely let us down in San Jose, Tim. But uh, I think Sam Bennett, if his number just keeps regressing, like he's been such a volume shooter and he's like that line with Verhege and, and uh, Kachuk is going to just generate shots at such a high rate. So he could be We wide. had the wrong Sam. We had the wrong Sam. Yes. Last, well, no, for, that, that, the other night. Because Reinhardt had like 20 shots. Oh, he's just on fire. But I mean, the rest of the line came through in that game we got some of our stuff so that was good but um he's kind of the first one that jumps out to me these ones are just tough though because you're trying to estimate the shot props and they're not out yet but he's kind of one i have circled or i mean you could go with rodriguez too that line has been insane markov and reinhardt is that that line has the best goal differential in the league um which is pretty interesting yeah i agree i think i'll definitely be watching this one and uh i think coming up with my favorite props for it for sure okay best bets now uh for thursday night top shelf where mama hides the cookies a reminder that we will likely be back um, on monday and then again wednesday next week as the nhl goes dark on tuesday thursday for american thanksgiving tim we we spoke about this game already a bit so we'll let you get it started uh, with your favorite bet thursday night favorite bet devil's penguins over both those teams <laughs> They shoot a lot, they score a lot, and they're, especially the Devils, and eh, not great on the back end. So I think that thing goes over. Okay, uh, I'll take us to Sweden now. Uh, the Wings are even money uh, against the Senators on neutral ice. The Sens are technically the home team. Um, they're minus 120 in a total of six and a half. I like this game to go to overtime. Um, I think that, on a bigger sheet of ice, which Tim is, is was in the lab, it, it does look like we'll be playing on a, not an NHL rink, if if I'm not mistaken here, Tim. Um, yeah. And, and uh, go on. My bad. I was going to give you a Vici Arena real quick here. Yes, please. Um, they are uh, had to had to go on the Google uh, meters to feet here. So Vici <laughs> Arena, <clears throat> excuse me, 196. Vici Arena, 196 by 98. NHL rink. 200 by 85 so a little bit wider rink there in sweden i'd also looked at games uh over in europe in the last 
since 2017, like the new age of the NHL. Six overs, four unders, two pushes. And then I got to this game and I said, I would like this over if it was played in the in North America. So I'm going to take it as well. I don't know what you do with those numbers, but that was how I spent my afternoon. Yeah, I I mean, like if you look at the Olympic stuff, though, it gets so much lower, which scares me a bit, like looking at a 12 game sample um, with the thinking being that you can't challenge D in the tough areas of the ice as often. So the turnovers aren't as bad, which is why sometimes like it doesn't get as high scoring as people think like you have more ice to work with, but you also don't turn the puck over as much because you have more space in, in most spots. So I don't know. I, I agree. I think I like it on the teams, but I kind of want to see, I feel like I'm going to end up betting all these Sweden games just to have, like, I love watching hockey during the day. Right. So um, I, th- I th- think I'll throw it while you're on this too. The um, Leafs opening number I thought was playable on some of the books. I would play them to minus 150 on Friday. Um, so I'll throw that out there. I thought that was a little like they haven't been that bad, right? We haven't thrown the games in a row. Good, yeah. It's a good. They need this trip and gotta come on. Nylander props. I, too, you're gonna, right? I was gonna say everyone's yeah. gonna be <laughs> like. I bet his his straw prop will open up at like three and a half minus one thirty and get to like minus one sixty everywhere because everyone's gonna be slamming it. But I mean, yeah, I don't hate it. It'd be quite a letdown if he had his first pointless game of the year. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I I think this game ends up going being tight just because of what Nick said, right? Like, two the, the Red Wings have been all right defensively since no, but um, it, it should be a little bit easier on them to keep things tidy. Could be a little just like a funky game. I don't think that either one of these teams is is really gonna threaten to run away with it. Um, so yeah, I think this is a, a good chance to take an overtime bet. And uh, as Nick said. I, this game's going to attract more betting action than most NHL games, maybe all season, because it's on during the day. Um, and in that case, uh, a lot of times that the bets that nobody really just thinks of off top top of the head are uh, going to be the ones that end up providing the most value, and, and you get the best numbers on. And I don't think there are very very many people out there, uh, maybe outside of this this audience, that are thinking, uh, "Let me bet the the Europe game, the standalone matinee." Uh, only thing to bet during the day besides the the grand slam of darts which is also going on uh at you know plus 360 so i'll be there I'm rooting for a 60 minute draw uh, between the wings uh, and the senators all right nick you can uh, round out the show here let's do it i'm going back on the calgary flames your boys through for us and in montreal and what was my favorite part about it was i don't even think they really played to their number Probably wasn't a great bet, really, considering the way the game went. But um, I still just think this team has played five really good games in a row. They look structured. I know there's a lot of shit going on with the team, but they haven't quit. And I like where the blue line is at. We just saw Markstrom play awesome, which is huge. Um, I mean, really, as long as they don't slide Vladar in here, which I don't know why they would, because I thought Wolf was great. And... You, you have to ride marks from after that. But anyways, they're catching Vancouver on a back-to-back. I think they can make it really tough on them. I feel like it's like one of those scheduled wins and it's just a good time to kind of ride them to keep, you know, feeling out this kind of better play. So, yeah, I think the Flames down to minus 135 is a play for me in this matchup. And we and to comment again on the Canucks too, like they're playing good. They're playing good hockey, but their record's inflated. Like that's, I think, just the reality of it. And this just feels like a spot where we can take advantage of that and uh, kind of try to buy on Calgary right now. Yeah. I like the flames too. Uh, 
DeSmith, it'll be Casey DeSmith and goal for the Canucks. And he's been really good. But when the other option is Thatcher Demko has played the best of probably any goalie in the NHL, maybe Jeremy Swayman is, and Jordan Bennington are the only two that can uh, contend in that conversation right now. Uh, that It's still a drop off. So yeah, I like yeah. Calgary. They're playing well. And and at some point too, like your Casey DeSmith is going to again, goaltending sort of predict, but you think he's got to come down to earth. And we're seeing with these Tampa guys, like Johansson just came down to earth. And eventually it just feels like you're not just going to get this kind of level from him. Um, so, yeah, I, I I think it's a good spot. You could probably even just pick some flame shooters, too. It just looks like one to me. I, I just hate these because, you know, Calgary always just finds a way to make it close. But I just feel so confident that they're going to come out and control more of the play here that I'm like, okay, I, I want this number. I want to take take the back-to-back spot. Um, yep. Yeah. They, Let's do it's, it. Um... We we want to fade Vancouver because, like you said, the, the the record's been inflated. Any graph you look at, the luck box, all this, Vancouver is you know an aberration. They have just been, they've been doing way way better than they should, which is a compliment to the team. But it's a great spot to fade them. I feel like because we're fading them, and also you can say no one would blame them if they struggled in this back to back, and that makes me feel good. Like you, we're not saying like, oh, idiots, dud, they'll lay an egg. It's, you know, no one would blame them, right? The built-in excuse game. Um, yes. For for the Vancouver Canucks. Okay. Unless they get smoked tonight by the Yeah, ads. watch out for those aisles, baby. Bo Horvat's yeah. re- revenge game is going to just absolutely cr- – getting smoked by the Islanders right now is losing 3-2 in, in overtime. Well, uh, I mean, I didn't – as much as we pumped up that bet, I think it's a great bump that – if the, if the Isles come out and like smoke, like I like it because I'm expecting a game that is 50 50 and I want to take yeah. the Isles chances in that. I'm not liking it, it because I think there's a world they win like five nothing, but who knows? I'm going to, I'm going to throw out one more too here that um, a lot of six and a halfs on the board here, a lot of six and a half totals. I'm going to play the uh, total goals in the day over for a little I think you should be the Sweden series, uh, the global series totals guy, Tim. You got to get everyone <laughs> study. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, I mean, how do you not take an over at two at two in the afternoon, Eastern time? Like that's, that's how I'm, I'm going to be celebrating this, but seriously, I am going to play the, uh, like the grand salami total goals on Thursday over and just have an it. NHL party. Someone's go. got it. Some, some listeners got to total up all of uh, my prop records from the standalone games when it's like Sunday morning, Saturday morning. Cause I, think it might be worse than uh the other ones i'm not sure it feels <laughs> like there's been a few i've reached on this year that haven't yeah. quite worked out uh our first episode ever where we're previewing games nick was right before the predators and sharks and in overseason hurdle shots. I, yeah I we, we, we were talking about Tom, tomas hurdle putting on for his boys in, in prague and uh, it was like you know, plus 130 so yeah, yeah. and i i like that the sharks in that game too and uh the, I feel like the Predators were up three nothing within like thirty seconds. It felt like uh, both games went both games uh, hurdle, went under six. Hurdle prop yeah. off the board. I forgot that. Yeah, hurdle would have got to three and they took it away. That, that was a terrible start to the year. Well, we're still here uh, and we will be back again next week for a shortened uh, week for us. It'll be Monday, Wednesday, most likely uh, with the holidays. So uh, we'll see you then. Uh, until then, best of luck with all your bets tonight and, and through the weekend uh, and thank you for listening please rate review and subscribe and uh, tip of the cap to our producer noah as well for nick martin and tim donoski i'm michael lebop we'll see you next time
Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.